What's going on, everyone? Hey, I've got this awesome new website and app for you to check out. It's called Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. It's awesome. I've done a few contests myself, a few hockey contests, a football one. It's so much fun. DFS style player props. If you like player props, you're going to love Thrive Fantasy. What you do, you choose 10 of the 20 available players for any given contest, and each prop, each player, is assigned a fantasy value for the over or under for whatever prop is chosen for them, and you get points based on the likeliness of whatever the prop is to hit. So if it's an over and it's likely to hit, you may get 80 points, and the under for that bet would be 120 points because it would be less likely to hit. Hit the most props, rack up the most points, to win a share of the prize pool. They have awarded over $5 million in total. Get a piece of that. And by the way, you're not in you know, tens of thousands of people in these huge pools like you are in DraftKings and FanDuel. It's a small pool, very fair, but a lot of money for the winners. Check them out online, thrivefantasy.com, or get it on the App Store or Play Store. When you're signing up, use promo code SBD, and you're going to receive a 100% deposit bonus up to $100, plus two free contest entries online, thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. What's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are you on this Monday? Today is January 31st. I almost went February there. Last day of January. We are one month into 2022. It just goes like that. I'm telling you. We were starting this thing. I was talking college football. Now it seems like that ended like a long time ago. But either way, how you doing? How's your Monday so far? Are you uh, ready for a couple things tonight? What do we got tonight? Hockey? A little basketball, basketball Jones. I got my basketball Jones. A little, uh, little Space Jam. All right, on today's show, we're going to, I guess, some stalling, right? It's a little stall tactic because we got to talk about the weekend, weekend picks. Rough weekend, giving some picks out. One and five over the weekend. We'll talk about those picks. I have a couple thoughts over the weekend. We'll give you our total record. And then uh, I'll actually look ahead to the Super Bowl line. Got a couple thoughts on that as well. So uh, let's get into it. One and five over the weekend. Had a one and two Saturday. We won the uh, Anaheim-Ottawa game in the NHL. And the winning stop there for the weekend. Then we lost with the Kings and the uh, uh, L.A. Kings in hockey and then Bowling Green in college basketball. We wanted to come back strong on Sunday. Didn't happen. Our uh, prop we gave out for Thrive Fantasy, Matt Stafford under 280.5 yards. Didn't even come close. We'll talk about that in just a few minutes. Uh, Chiefs minus seven. Looked good for about 30 minutes of football. And then it all came crashing down. And then the Boston Bruins got the doors blown off. We will also talk about that as well. This brings our total record, including the Sharp Angle podcast, to 284, 215, and 39. That's good for a 56.91% winning percentage. Break-even percent of 54.25. You want to know the break-even percent because winning percentage does no good if you're betting favorites, things like that. I always see people you know, on Twitter who give out a bunch of minus 150s, minus 200s, and then they have a 55% winning percentage. It's like, well, that's not actually a winning percentage if you're giving out all the favorites. So you've got to know both of them. Uh, yeah, it's not been a great run lately, but we will be back before you know with these picks. I'm, I'm looking forward to 
look, we got some soccer returning. We got some hockey this weekend. Maybe we'll sprinkle in a couple picks later on uh, this week. So uh, let's get to some thoughts over the weekend. And I want to start off with hockey because I have a quick thought for hockey and then we'll spend the rest of the podcast talking about uh, the NFL. But Boston Bruins on Sunday, we had them against Dallas. They lost, I think it was 5-1, 6-1, and they pretty much gave up midway through the second period. It was a blowout. And you've got to be careful in certain games like this because one thing that I thought about, one thing I looked at, and one thing I sort of ignored for this game was the whole idea of the last game on a road trip. Now, it's not strong enough to just blindly always not bet the last team of a road trip or bet against the last team of a road trip, but it goes like this. When you wrap up a road trip, teams have tendencies to take their foot off the gas. I mean, think about it. Anytime you've been on a vacation for more than four or five days, things start to get long. Days get long. You just want to get home. All these players have families, have things to get back to, have business things they're they're missing out on. I mean, it's just different being away from home. So, you know, it wasn't enough to keep me away from Boston, and I don't think that's the only reason they lost. But I wanted to bring that up because it's something that I thought about and I wanted to reflect that with you guys. Think about that in the future. If you ever come across that in your handicapping and it's a team last game of a long road trip, you know, think about that. Boston was wrapping up a six-game road trip, three games, or I should say six-day road trip, three games in those six days. So lost that Boston game. And then, uh, okay, the rest of my notes here from uh, the NFL. Uh, Kansas City obviously got off to a great start in the first half. And it really kind of came down to Patrick Mahomes, his ability to make plays in the first and second half. And that may seem general, but let's talk EPA. Uh, EPA, something we don't talk too often on this show because it's complicated. It's a really advanced metric, but essentially it means expected points added. And it is a per play stat. How many points per play any player is expected to add to the total for their team. So... Mahomes in the first half of the game, he had the best. If, if you would have extrapolated that through the rest of the game, which is tricky, but just to look at the first half, he had in the first half the best EPA of any player this year in the NFL. Okay, so he would rank number one in the NFL. And I believe it was a playoff best the last three years, four years, something like that, but it was a while for the, for the playoffs. But my point is, first half, Mahomes had a fantastic EPA. Uh, in the second half, not so much. Mahomes' EPA in the second half dropped down to what would essentially make him a backup quarterback if you compare it to starting quarterbacks this season. So look at the the the, the difference there. First half, Mahomes is arguably best quarterback in the NFL based on EPA when comparing to other quarterbacks this season. And in the second half alone, well, that drops him now down to below starting quarterback threshold when compared to other quarterbacks. There's a big change there. So you may ask yourself, what happened? What was the difference first and second half? And I think it was a couple things. I think first, Kansas City probably felt like it was wrapped up, didn't want to show too much, got conservative. But also, Cincinnati was getting really physical in the first half. There were a couple uh, guys who got banged up for Kansas City, a couple injury concerns. And I thought they didn't want to get hurt 
thought they were going to the Super Bowl and wanted to get there healthy. Okay, I thought that was part of it. As I said, Kansas City kind of felt like they let up a little bit, maybe took their foot off the gas slightly, but it was more schematic. I mean, Cincinnati switched from zone to man to man. That was huge. Didn't let uh, Mahomes find those little underneath routes and uh, everything combined. You know, it was not enough for Kansas City. It was certainly a much different game, first and second half, and Cincinnati keeps on rolling. But that does not mean that my skepticism on Cincinnati has changed. I still think they're one of the worst teams in the Super Bowl the last 10 years, and my betting will likely reflect that. I'll let you guys know a couple bets I have already placed for the Super Bowl. I have... uh, 10 bets placed already, eight prop bets, two, um, you know, like main market bets. And so I'll talk about those in a minute, but I, I'm still skeptical on the Bengals. Um, let's talk about the Rams. Rams finally break through against San Francisco. And it was a product of Matt Stafford branching out. This offense doing a lot of different things very well. And San Francisco kind of blew it a little bit at the end. They were up 17-7 either in the fourth quarter, heading into the fourth quarter. And that's been a problem for San Fran. The last four playoff losses for the Niners under Kyle Shanahan, they've been outscored 53-0 in the fourth quarter. Last four playoff losses for the Niners, they've been outscored 53-0 in the fourth quarter. There's obviously a problem there, whether it's getting conservative running the football. I mean, whatever. we're not going to get too deep into that right now, but that certainly contributed as well. And let's talk about the Stafford over under bet for the weekend that I missed on. 280.5 passing yards. We had the under, and it's tricky sometimes when the handicap includes a game plan idea. And we thought the game plan, I thought the game plan would include conservative approach, running the football, Matt Stafford not throwing it nearly as much as he did, and I was just wrong. They came out throwing it all over the field. Essentially, that was my concern. My worst fear came true that game. Their game plan was to throw the football. So that's why the over came in, and that is tricky sometimes. If you're going to game plan, or if you're you're going to handicap with game plan information or what you think is going to happen, you've got to have good info, and my info for that game was, was not good. Uh, at least in terms of the uh, Matt Stafford over-under. So overall, uh, L.A. and uh, San Fran, uh, very good game, but L.A. breaking through. First time in six games for Sean McVay. It'll be the Rams hosting, essentially, in in their home uh, stadium, the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl. Let's talk early line and what I have, my bets I've placed, kind of what I saw going on last night. Uh, Super Bowl early line, LA Rams opened up minus three and a half. And it was minus three and a half on several websites, several sports books for probably, uh, I don't know, five to seven minutes. Now, I was watching the screens as that game ended, as plenty of professionals you know, were as well. Right when LA San Fran ended, I'm looking at the computer, waiting for these lines to open up. And I was actually surprised at all the different sports books that offered lines. I thought it was going to be like the average NFL slate where... There's like two or three, maybe four books that open lines, and then the rest wait for it to sharpen out, but that was not the case. So three and a half was available for not that long, and I actually thought about taking three and a half, but I didn't know necessarily where the early, 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 early money would come in. And sometimes you get head fakes, and I just wasn't sure exactly. So I was hoping that the line would go down to minus three, and I would have really put a healthy bet on the LA Rams minus three, minus 110. 
unfortunately, that didn't happen. And you may ask you may ask yourself, you know, well, why, why didn't he just buy the half point? If it was three and a half and you really wanted three so bad, why not just buy it to three? And the answer is because minus three at minus 130 is not minus three. <laughs> you know, it's you're paying way too much for that half point. And that's what they were charging at the time, about about 20 cents to buy from three and a half to three. So that wasn't doable. At that point, I didn't want to buy the uh, spread because it was moving to four in most places. And so I wanted to then go to the money line and see if I could get a fair money line price. And as we've talked about before, the average money line for minus three should be about minus 155, minus 160. And I was seeing on one website, BetMGM, I saw minus 165 for the money line for the Rams. And as I was calculating how much I wanted to bet, it probably took 90 seconds for that to move from minus 165 to minus 190. And I was really pissed off. I was really, I was, I was super angry because you miss it on a good number like that. And it's probably not coming back. And it was probably, you know, the 90 seconds I had to place it. So I then go into panic mode, start looking all over the internet for a good money line, anything below 180 at this point, because everything's moving to 190, 200, 210. And I find a rogue minus 175 on Caesars. Thank you, Caesars. You've done a lot wrong in the past. That was awesome. So I got my money line bet down for the Rams at minus 175. I certainly don't think we're going to see that again. And I did also. Uh, so I just want to you know make that clear before I move on. Uh I do have the Rams minus 175 money line. I'm going to give out plenty of bets for the Super Bowl. Don't worry if you can't give that. We're going to have a ton to give out here in the next couple of weeks. But I'm just letting you know what happened last night and kind of my journey through the opening line. Um, I did also make an over-under bet. I have over 49 and a half. I think that's actually still available on a couple websites. So 49 and a half over, we made that as well. Uh, before we get out of here today, I want to thank Better Edge online, B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. Great website, great great place to uh, start making your sports bets because they don't charge a VIG. How do they not charge a VIG? Well, technically, they're not a website. They're a social media platform you can bet on. It's awesome. It's so much fun betting with Better Edge. VIG-free betting. Have more fun. Make more money today. BetterEdge.com. Put in promo code SHARP. That's, that's SHARP with a P. Promo code SHARP will get you a free $10. That $10 is roll over free. And it lets us know we sent you right here on Sports Betting Daily. Online, betteredge.com. Promo code SHARP. All right. Uh, we do have eight additional bets for the Super Bowl that we made. Prop bets. And uh, I'm going to have more than eight prop bets. I'll tell you that much. But we have eight so far. I'll share those with you later on in the week. Potentially, you know, I'll leak a couple out uh, through the through the week on some shows. And then I'll save some for our Super Bowl preview show. We're going to have a huge Super Bowl preview later on this week. I'm going to have a couple guests on, a couple other pro bettors, let you know what they're thinking. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So stay tuned for that. Uh, overall, it was a good weekend. Not the best for our picks, but you know what? That's going to happen. Hopefully you have a good night tonight. Whatever you do, hopefully you catch some winners. We'll talk to everyone tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily. Sports Betting Daily.